Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash valuetown. This is our town. Welcome. What's up, what's up, everybody? Where are we? There we are. Okay, there we are. <laughs> Welcome to two, uh, episode 219 of Value Town. I'm Chan Man V. Um, got the lovely Cora joining us today. What's up, Cora? I'm good. How are you doing, Chan? Good, good. Man, I had a little little production issues today. Man, it's, it's uh, been, a, been uh, kind of throwing me off a little bit. But I'm glad that you're here today so that we can uh, have some nice, great discussions because there's new cards out. This is the most exciting time of uh, the year, or at least one of the three most exciting times of the year. So, um, yeah, what do, you, what do you think so far, you know, just with expansion and, and the theme and everything? I'm very excited. Um, yeah. Thematically, uh, League of Explorers was one of my favorite expansions of all yeah. time, so I'm mm-hmm. really happy that they're bringing them back. And I think one of the biggest strengths that Hearthstone has to play on is the, the characters that they've created and the background that they can give them. So I'm really happy that they're starting to expand on that a little bit more and give us more of that storyline with mm-hmm. the consecutive expansions that all sort of tie into each other. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, This is like the first time, right, they brought back people, right? Like, you know, in terms of of the theme itself, not just like a card or something like that. So yeah. it, it's it's kind of good to see that they're willing to do that too. So it's not just going to be continually, you know, just forget the league explorers and never talk about them again so um you know the, the last two i think has been pretty cool to to see um you know them them revisiting these characters they've created so uh yeah i've, I've enjoyed it too you know i, I particularly I mean, we're going to talk about this obviously the fire festival in a second but you know the fire festival being a meme too in in some ways but at the same time not quite a meme because i was like expecting like to see tents or something you know like like you know some, some, <laughs> some terrible tent somewhere like you know a dollar in or something but uh you know they didn't go that far i was, I was a little disappointed <laughs> not gonna lie um there was a call between uh one of the community managers and chris sierra mm-hmm. and some of the, the community members yep. uh, just previewing the fire festival before it went live mm-hmm. And one of the questions we had was, are you at all concerned about uh, the fire festival and, and <laughs> the potential negative connotation that that could have? And they're like, well, we did it first, so it'll be okay. <laughs> Dude, that's a great – this community is all about memes, so th- that was a great opportunity to kind of jump into it. So, but uh, but obviously, they didn't do anything with it. They, they were the first to do it. You know, Fire Festival did precede the, the you know, the FYRE festival. But um, but anyways, so why don't we talk about just what we've done this week, you know, Hearthstone. Uh, we kind of start off like we always do. So uh, have you been playing a bunch, Cora? Like, what, what you been up to? I have been. I've actually been playing more Arena than anything um, okay. this okay. month, just because I haven't had a chance to explore the new Arena rotations that they've been doing with mm-hmm. the different expansions they've been putting in. Yeah. Um, and... You know, I hit Legend every month in Ladder, but Ladder not really counting for much. I, I'd rather no, take my you. time and just yeah. just sort of get there whenever I want to with whatever I want to um, in the last month before an expansion comes out. So I've been playing a lot of Arena. Um, and on Ladder yesterday, I actually went from rank 5 to rank 2 with Murloc Shaman. So I, I had a really good run with that. Um, and I've been enjoying playing that deck. But yeah, just yeah. sort of 
a more relaxed approach this month. Yeah, Murloc Shaman, yeah, still good. Not sure it's going to be good moving forward <laughs> with some of these cards we're going to talk about today because of just, man, some of the powerful removal that we're going to be seeing. But uh, but it's it's good. It's nice to have a deck like that. It's nice to have a deck that's just like, you know, it's it, there's there's no qualms about what it is. It's just a straight up, you know, zoo-like aggro deck that, uh, you know, if you don't handle it properly and you don't play it, I mean, you have to play it properly too. Like people, I think people take for granted how how uh, little nuances of that that deck work but um but yeah it's, it's cool to see a powerful deck that you can climb with that you can play quick games with <laughs> it's nice the game uh, is very fast yeah yeah I, i've still been playing shaman but i still play you know my my control shaman I, i've i've played a little bit of the the um resurrect priest some too just because uh, okay. i've lost to it some so i just kind of kind of wanted to experience it a bit too but um but yeah, you know, it's it's definitely a good timing for the expansion because I feel like, you know, nothing new has come in a long time. Or not a long time, but maybe, you know, in weeks now. So uh, it'd be good to to get some new new cards in here. Um, but yeah, speaking of absolutely. the... Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Fire Festival, you know, that, that uh, started uh, about a week and a half ago now, maybe? Something, maybe two weeks ago? Is it r r somewhere around there. And... Mm. Yeah, right. that's right, right? This is, yeah. this is the second week. Yeah, um, this is the I think second Tavern Brawl just went live today. Okay, yeah, yeah. So there's it's going to be three weeks. And mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be like, you know, a lot of the other events, there's going to be some cool, um, you know, some cool quests that are at least going to be great for you if you finish. Uh, a new special fireside. Uh, the biggest thing I, I think to really talk about is that the Tavern Balls, like you mentioned, the second Tavern Balls out, um, they've, they've had like, they're going to have three solo adventure Tavern Brawls. So it's going to kind of feel like you're playing the solo adventures where you have to defeat eight bosses. And um, the cool thing about it is that they've actually tied in card reveals to these Tavern Brawls now for the first time. So um, I think that the the goal is 25 million bosses, like all of the players base completing 25 million bosses in the Tavern Brawl. And for every 25% done, they reveal a card like on social media. So, you know what? You asked me earlier if they revealed a card today, and I said no, but I lied. No. They absolutely did because we, we hit 25 million. Oh, did we? Bosses. I think that was the last yeah. one, right? I think I think we've done. I think they've revealed a few already. That might be the mm -hmm. the final. Wow, we we completed that yeah. fast, guys. That's amazing. They um, uh, they just revealed the fourth card, oh, so man. we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, at the we'll, very we'll get to that. You might have to link me that in a second. But yeah. <laughs> they, that this always happens during the Value Town. They they always like release something where I'm not like ready for it, and it's like mm -hmm. oh man. <laughs> it's I think it was minute. I think it was like two or three hours ago. It's, oh, was it's it? Really, oh, okay. Yeah. Make me feel even worse then, Cora. Thanks. No. <laughs> I just I spend my life on Twitter. I am ingrained <laughs> in social media, and it's not healthy, Chad. Man, you have a family and a life. Let me. Work. <laughs> uh, if only I had, yeah, somebody that's just looking at her Twitter at me nonstop. That'd be that would actually be amazing. I, I might actually pay somebody to do that. <laughs> Believe it or not, my Twitter hound. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so the fire festival. Yeah, what do you think? You know, it's pretty cool. What do you think of the idea of um, you know just having the community take part in these card reveals? I think it's really cool. Um, I think it's really easy being so ingrained in Hearthstone esports to forget just how many people play Hearthstone, um, because I think the community at times can feel quite small, especially when you've got you know 48 grandmasters who you're seeing every single week. It, it, it can feel like there's not much more beyond that, but defeating 25 million bosses <laughs> was not a difficult undertaking for the entire Hearthstone community because you have so many people playing Tavern Brawl every week who 
you know, maybe you just don't realize how popular it really is because for me, I play it once a week and then I don't play it again. Um, yeah. For a lot of people, it's it's a big part of their Hearthstone experience. So I think it's really cool. I think it's really good to get the community involved. And it's a, a good way to expand on card reveal season. I think card reveal season has been pretty much the same thing over and over again. Um, and I'm I'm a big advocate for changing it up. Yeah, me too. Like I was I was even telling Chris, you know, Chris Sierra, that um, you know, I thought that was a great idea, you know, just having having the community take part. I would have loved to be honest. I know this kind of like totally goes against the whole marketing uh, element to it, but I would have loved if all of the cards were revealed, like based on the community partic- yeah. participating somehow. I think that would actually be cool to, to you know, one of these expansions is do it. You don't have to do it everyone, but just, <laughs> just ha- having them completely involved in it and, um, you know, instead of just having influencers and, and uh, outlets and things like that, that would actually pull, be pulling in the entire community, which is kind of a cool concept. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know if they would ever go quite so far, but I think no, that they would they probably I think that they would certainly <laughs> give more card reveals to Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, ventures like this in the future. What they do at the end with just like the Facebook card yeah, dump right. doesn't benefit them in any way. Like if right. they can find structured ways to reveal all of the cards and actually benefit individuals or benefit mm-hmm. Hearthstone and Blizzard by doing it that way, I think they absolutely will. Yeah, you know, to your point, there's so many at the end that surely they could give away more. You know, like surely yeah. they could plan more. You know, because I, I don't, I don't know what goes behind the decision making for, you know, which cards actually do get revealed and how they're given out. But um, I don't know. Sometimes I, I don't think there, I, I don't, I'm not sure there actually is much, much that's involved. You know, at, at times as to who gets what. So uh, a couple more, you know, that wouldn't hurt. I, I, I don't mind. You know. Uh, the the final reveal being a little bit less, a uh, couple less cards. Blizzard, he's saying he wants a card reveal. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that either. But that, that, you know, it'd be nice. It definitely would be nice. Um, Has Value Town had reveals in the past? Yeah, yeah, we had one two oh, so. expansions ago, I think. Uh, oh, a Value Town actually. Yeah, yeah, Value Town. We had one. We had one back when Allie when, and Jackie was here. We did oh, okay. one, um, and Streamer okay. Showdown had one like a couple um, expansions ago. And um, they're fun and all. Like I'm just gonna be completely honest here. They're fun and all, but they're kind of stressful to be honest. Like yeah, you know, th- there was a time where I just like, oh, God, I was dying to get get one. But now it's like, man, I don't actually mind if I I don't get one. But it's obviously an honor to get one. But it at the same time, it's like, man, it's the community expects a lot when you do these card reveals. So it's. It's a lot of I'm work. totally okay with having nothing to do with card reveals. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> right, right. okay, you are? Okay, so you, you kind of feel yeah. a little bit the same way I do. I'm yeah. cool with watching. Yeah, especially with all this, like, disguised toast drama, which brings us, you know, to... Actually, I didn't even have it listed here, but, we, you know, a little bit of drama in the last day or two. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. the last day, really, 24 hours uh, involving... Um, uh disguise too so actually to wrap up the fire festival guys go go and participate in the fire festival get all your packs and get all your your gold and, and everything you know and and uh i think that was the final card so i don't even know if there's any more cards to really reveal but the play of the timer ball you know all that good stuff but anyways getting to the drama um you know so disguise toast got a card reveal no surprise i mean he pretty much gets one <laughs> every single expansion because he's one of the top streamers right um, well, anyways, apparently there's been backlash, you know, on, on Reddit, uh, pertaining mostly it had a lot to do with just Tice not getting one, you know, and then it just, you know, talked about toast. It, it just ended up turning into a toast discussion because toast has been playing so much, uh, uh, team fight tactics lately. 
uh-huh. and uh, you know just just being not as interested in Hearthstone during the ends of these expansions and things like that. So uh, today, um, Toast ended up posting this. Hold on a second, let me go to it. Um, yeah, so he ended up posting this on Twitter after like a thread on Reddit started as to like why uh, Toast got a a card reveal, you know, and he hasn't really been playing. He's like a TFT streamer now, or at least people think think that now. Um, so, you know, in terms of, uh, this tweet, he was basically gave the card back to Blizzard and is not doing their card reveal anymore. So, um, I don't know, like, I guess thoughts on that, Cora, like uh, just, just this whole thing about Toast and, and him giving it back and, and just the community reacting in that way, especially because Toast, uh, Tice didn't get one. I think Toast has given so much of his career to this game. And I think regardless of what Toast chooses to do with his time now, he's still going to be a member of the Hearthstone community. He's still Toast. This guy's Toast came from Hearthstone. Um, And he's never, it's not like he's come out and said he's never going to play Hearthstone again like like Mm -hmm. Hafu did. Um, And complete respect to Hafu. She's a freaking queen. I love her to death. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, she she just isn't happy playing Hearthstone anymore. Toast never said that. He just has been playing TFT because he's enjoyed it. So I, I think we're probably going to see Toast streaming Hearthstone again when the expansion comes out. I think it was an overreaction um, from the community. I, I think that, yes, Tice not getting a card reveal is weird um, because Tice is one of the top Hearthstone streamers who's been committed to Hearthstone throughout its entire existence, and I think that should be rewarded. But um, the, the mentality from the people who choose who gets card reveals. And that's something that, you know, obviously we're um, sort of on the inside and we know a little bit more about the process than the average person does. Uh, They want to help grow the community and they want to help grow um, different language streamers or um, smaller streamers, people like Regis Kilbin, for instance, or Mm -hmm. or Slissa, who've been getting a lot of attention lately because um, they've been on the come up. So it's it's not going to be the same people every time. But I do think that, like we were saying before, there's definitely space for more cards to be given to community members to reveal so that maybe we don't have the problem of people like Tyson RDU not having cards to reveal because that is bizarre. Um, but it, I think it's fair to, you know, give a person a card for one expansion and then, you know, give them a card for an expansion, two expansions later. Like, I don't yeah. think it has to be the same people every time. And to assume that it's going to be the same people every time is, is a little bit short-sighted. So yeah. I, I do think this was an overreaction. I like Toast. I've always been a fan of Toast. I think Toast having a card to reveal, he's always going to do it justice. He's always going to put effort into revealing that content. Um, so I think that the community being up in arms over this is just, it's its weird. Like, I think that yeah. they feel betrayed almost that one of Hearthstone's most popular streamers has gone and done something else. But yeah. so what? Yeah. <laughs> people, people play, people are allowed to play different games. Like, we were talking a little bit before we started. I play a lot of Overwatch, yep. like an excessive amount of Overwatch, and nobody gives me crap for it, like because yeah. I still play Hearthstone. But sometimes I don't want to stream Hearthstone, and I don't know. Would that make me ineligible to get a card review? It's just so yeah. weird. Yeah, it, it's just so weird. Yeah, it's a you know I, for the most part I agree with you. Um, it, it's it's kind of a a, a really 
touchy subject in some ways, you know, because like for sure, like for his his reputation, his his history with Hearthstone. I, I mean, he's like you know, if there's a Hall of Fame, Scott says it's in the Hall of Fame, right? You know, for, for Hearthstone, you know. So from that standpoint, he deserves to be able to do. You know, he deserves a card reveal, no matter what. No matter if he's playing TFT for a while or not. Like he, you know, I, 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 it's not that he deserves it, but I can, I can understand why Blizzard would want to give it to him. And we as a community shouldn't. You know, I don't feel like we should react to one way or the other. You know, I, one thing with these card reveals, like people make such a big deal out of them. You know, like really do. I know it's like in the beginning when they, when they were first doing it, I can kind of understand it. I mean, I felt like it too. It's like, I mean, dude, I'd like a card reveal too. You know, because it's kind of like a an honorary thing, right? Mm -hmm. But at this point, come on, it's been like years and years now since we've been doing reveals. You're, you look like you're about to say something. Like, what do you want to say? My thing is, yeah. like, how many people actually take, like, the puzzle boxes that they had yeah. last? How many people actually go to the person's stream who's revealing it yeah. and sit through them opening that entire puzzle box just to see the card? Right. Or do you just wait for it to be on Reddit 10 minutes later? That's what the people do. Yeah, exactly. I, I think the majority of the people don't even go to the streams. They don't no. even care about who's revealing mm -hmm. the card as long as it gets revealed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, And I think that in the, in the beginning, people would. You know, I, I remember when I did my first one. I mean, I think that YouTube video got hundreds of thousands of it, you know, like like hits on it, and it was like amazing. And it's just mm -hmm. like, oh, this is this is a great way to like you know bring exposure to content makers and things like that. At this point, it's not so much that, and, and you can kind of tell like some of these great reveals, like Ali's done some great reveals, and, and they don't the even Chinese get that, card the reveals Chinese are always yeah, dude, uh, insane. insane. They're like, absolutely they're freaking like anime things. <laughs> I mean, they're like crazy movies with the special effects and stuff. But uh, you know, those those don't even get that many views. You know, I'm talking about like you know, they still get tens of thousands of views, but they're not mm -hmm. getting like the crazy hundreds of thousands of views. So yeah. yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think people just like wait on social media. Everybody, you know, everybody these days just goes and takes a screenshot of it and doesn't even link back to the you know the content maker anyway. So it, it's. It, it's a karma farm on Reddit. It, it really like, is. Yeah. It, post a picture of the new card. Yeah. It really is. And, and I mean, I think it deserves some thought in, in terms of like how to do it in a way that is more hype. You know, like just don't keep doing the same thing over and over again because it eventually just gets tired. You know, it doesn't become special anymore. You know, and, and then people, you know, like ourselves don't want to do them anymore. <laughs> like it's not. It's to the point where even the big card reveal streams are just like. Everybody's so cynical regarding card reveal streams. Yeah, exactly. Um, and having been part of a card reveal stream last season, like, <laughs> it just it. Which I card expected, did you get? Like, Which card did you uh, get last time? Well, I I was on with um, uh, Peter Whalen. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. You did and the big we one. What are you talking about? You did the big one. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah that was great. Well. You got a lot of negative stuff from that, but still, yeah. I, I I thought it was fine, quite honestly. It, it used to be that everybody was just so excited to see the new cards that they yeah. they just wanted to see you play with them, and now it's like, mm -hmm. okay, get to the cards and get off. Well, like, not just that. Play perfectly, yeah. too, while you're on stream. It's like, like well, what? Put the cards on my screen and go away. <laughs> like, they just don't... It, it's very it's very cynical now. Yeah, um, I agree. And it didn't used to be that way. So it's it's weird, like having spent so much time in this community and having revered the card reveal streams and revered mm -hmm. the people who revealed cards in the past. It's just not that way anymore. I wonder what, man. I wonder how you know, like what we can do to like kind of bring some more hype back to it. Do we need to take like one expansion where we don't show anything? <laughs> you know, like literally, you just like think, see I all think the cards. That would be sweet. If Arsenal was just, like surprise, yeah. here's an expansion. Yeah, I. I 
I, I kind of like that, to be honest. And, yeah, I, and yeah. I, I've said it a couple of times in the past, but people, you know, obviously a lot of marketing things make sense to expand it and whatnot. But I, I just like everybody to start on the same page. You know, like everybody, all the influencers, whatever, see the cards the same time I see, you know, all of us see the cards, all the fans see the cards. And I, I think that would be amazing to, to kind of experience that once again. You know, that's how Hearthstone used to be, like when it first came out. We'd all like, oh, man, what's Hogger? You know, like, what, what are all these cards, you know? And, and th that was, like, really hype. And watching people stream was hype. Now it's like, man, not, not, a, not as big a deal. So, yeah, I, I think some of that needs to be reevaluated. But getting back to Toast, you know, I, you know, I think that today's, um, you know, just today, streamers and whatnot, they're not going to just play one game anymore. You know, like it, it, it is, it's not quite variety gaming. Like not outright, like literally play every single AAA you know, game that comes out, but it's definitely streamers will have their primary game and then they'll, they'll play at least one or two other games, probably one other game on the side just to stay sane. You know, that, that's just healthy to be able to do that. Right. I mean, even if it's, you know, taking um, sponsorship deals and, yeah. and streaming those games, um, like Tice was streaming Skylanders for a while, and apparently nobody remembers that, but it <laughs> happens. <laughs> of course, um, but so, but wait, Skylander. But he played. Oh yeah, he played it. He played a little bit of Skylanders, right? Like, was it just for ads, or was it? I think like, it was. Uh, was it mostly for ads? Yeah, I think it was mostly. I yeah. think it was a sponsorship deal, but he, he played yeah. it a fair bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's different, I think though. I think TV it's all too. a bit petty. I think Toast is going to be a part of the Hearthstone community for a very long time. And I think to to write him off because he's been playing TFD for the last few months is just like, man. I, th yeah. I think Toast is just a very polarized person, a very polarizing person, too. Like, there are just some people who really do not enjoy his stream for whatever reason. Um, well, you can't please everybody, you know, like yeah, there's no question Toast's um, content has changed over the years, you know, like his YouTube videos were completely different, you know, like he, he wasn't as much of a personality back then as much as, um, you know, as much as he was more of a educator in some ways, right? Like those, those uh, YouTube videos. So, you know, now he's just a, he's a personality. So mm -hmm. he, what you get from his stream and what you get from not so much as YouTube videos, but definitely a stream. I guess his YouTube videos are a lot of highlights too. It's yeah. going to be I, different. I, I, yeah. I remember interacting with Toast like in other people's chats back yeah. when he was just the guy who would make the the interaction videos and the bug videos. And yeah, um, it, it's just it's kind of incredible how much he's blown up over the last several years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and the career that he's managed to make for himself, and I, I respect him so so much. Um, yeah, I, I guess for people who just didn't know him or know of him before he became very popular, that they don't know any better, I guess, than to see him as this this personality that he's. I think he sort of puts on, honestly, for for his audience. Um, yeah. So, and and that can be a, a rather polarizing personality, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for sure. You know, his ascension is is. You know, he's he's definitely one of the top streamers like on on Twitch right now. So, I think that um, you know, having coming from the Hearthstone space, you know, we we've got like a, a couple of the top you know Twitch streamers coming from the Hearthstone yeah. space. So we should be proud of that. You know, we shouldn't be, you know, trying. I mean, we shouldn't be criticizing like them like this and and possibly chasing them away from the community, which is like the last thing we want to do. You know, thankfully, I mean, Toast has got imagine a if that. the community saw that Toast was getting a reveal and we're like, oh, this is awesome. Toast is getting a reveal. Toast is going to play Hearthstone again. Like, 
we always want Toast to play Hearthstone. If the community had like welcomed <laughs> yeah. him instead of being like, give your card back, you scumbag, you how dare you, <laughs> you reveal traitor. Hearthstone card? You left us, we never want you back. <laughs> no, I, like, I don't get come it. Come on. Yeah. Come I, on. You think he's going to want to stream Hearthstone now? Like, there are a lot of people who really like watching him stream Hearthstone, myself yeah. included. Yeah, I mean, it comes with a territory that there's going to be a lot of, I mean, just a vocal minority that doesn't like your your stream. Crip has his like his share of it, you know, and and oh, you know, yeah. and so it's just Crip doesn't reply to any of the stuff you know on, on Twitter or Reddit like like Toast does. So, um, but anyways, yeah. In the end, you know, he gives back the card. They're probably not giving it to anybody. You know, I don't know what kind of, what what good that was in the end. <laughs> so yeah, we'll right. see. Yeah. I don't uh, know what they'll do with it. I don't think they're going to give it to Tice. They shouldn't give it to anybody. Yeah, that'd be yeah. that'd be bad. If, bad if they do give it to somebody, then that's going to be giving the the naysayers too much power. I feel I think. sorry for um, the person they give it to if they give it to somebody. Yeah, because there's <laughs> nobody wants to play second fiddle. That sucks. Or they, they're just going to go. Oh, you it know, really? So toast died for you. <laughs> you know, like that 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 whole thing, right? Like you're going to be known as the person who got a card revealed because toast didn't want it. Yeah, exactly. That's that's no fun for sure. So all the all all the community really has accomplished here is seeing one less card. Yeah. Or at least having you know, or seeing one less cool content, you know, cool video or a cool yeah. stream being made from it. So um, they'll probably throw it in with maybe a card reveal stream or. Yeah, or they'll just dump it at the end. Who knows? But I, I kind of like the boxes last time. You know, it's like I, I was kind of hoping they would do. Yeah, right. I, I liked the boxes. Yeah, I thought the boxes were very cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing this time. Maybe they're maybe they're not doing anything. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it sounded like Toast knew what the card was because he responded to a few comments like saying something about Battle Cry. So he already knew what the card was. So it wasn't a okay. box for sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. You know, who knows? Hopefully, it's something different. Mm -hmm. But. All right, but you know it's good to have a little Hearthstone drama from time to time. We we don't get too much of that these days. Hearthstone drama used to be so good. I know. Yeah, it did, right? Gosh, man. The early days of Hearthstone, we had goodness gracious. We, we need Raynad back on the scene, dude. That, that's that's. Raynad was the catalyst for so much. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> it was great, though. It was definitely great. Whether it was like people he put on his team who didn't actually exist. Uh, oh gosh, or gonna, people he pissed off. <laughs> Or teams he made. He's still he he still will stick by Magic Gaming existing. So <laughs> to this day, you know what? That... If he changed his story, it wouldn't do him any good. <laughs> I guess not. All right. Well, we've got a bunch of cards to to talk about, but uh, before we do, just want to let you guys know that we uh, today we are sponsored by Candid Company, which if you guys aren't familiar with it. They are, um, you know, the they're a company that that has braces, you know, alternatives to orthodontics, you know, braces or braces. So um, uh, let's see, if you if you want to get your teeth fixed, and you know, the last thing we want to do is to wear braces. That's uh, you know, you can actually go to Candid and get these clear alternative braces. It's it's pretty cool. My son actually recently it, like had to go in, and we've had to talk about it. So we've been you know thinking about different options as well. So. Uh, the Candid has uh, orthodontist who is like licensed in your state, and they create like this whole treatment plan for you. And um, they only use like experienced orthodontists. They use these 3D previews that, that kind of shows you just like how everything will look to you know to your final results to like what your teeth will look like in the end. 
um, which is pretty cool. And uh, you don't have to go to an orthodontist, orthodontist office. They kind of just send you know the aligners and everything clear, you know, just directly to you, just mail them to you. And it costs 65% less than normal braces, which is going to save you just thousands of dollars. And uh, usually the time it takes to, to kind of straighten your teeth is, is around six months. So um, if you go right now, you can you know get your teeth straightened now. And uh, if you go to Candid co.com slash value town you can get some and use the value town code you can get 75 dollars off so uh again candidco.com slash value town check it out um yeah braces man braces were was, uh yeah like I, I was lucky enough to never need them you really you had straight yeah. teeth you wanted did. To, oh my god dude I, I don't know many like like legit straight teeth like not just uh they get enough you know like we, we don't need braces you got legit not- straight teeth they're not perfect. I have one tooth that's like slightly behind another one. Oh, okay. But close. And the dentist was like, if it doesn't bother you, it doesn't bother me. And I was like, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, okay. I do. Yeah, that's nice. I did lose the wisdom teeth lottery. I do oh. have, I had four wisdom yeah, teeth. I did too. I had three yeah. removed. Um, and I still Only three? One. Gosh, I had them all removed. It, it was well, chipmunk city. I was city. supposed to have, I was supposed to have all four, but then one was so high impacted that they would have broken my molar if they took oh, it out. Oh, God. So they were like, we're just going to address this eventually. Okay. No, I'm dreading. I'm dreading eventually because getting the first three removed. Everybody said it was not going to be a problem. Oh, it was you're lying. Horrible. Yeah. It was absolutely horrible. Yeah, me too. It's a, just you know, to clean just all that stuff. I'm not going to talk about <laughs> wisdom teeth here. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's definitely going through that phase with my my son. It's it's definitely been an experience. Yeah. But um, but let's talk about cards. We've got um, you know, from the new expansion. We've got some more. I think we revealed a, a few of them um, last uh, episode, but we've got some more here. So let me bring that up here. Uh, we're going to start out with the Paladin cards. Uh, it's because there are actually three of them. You know, like they, they just decided to go nuts on Paladin for, for some reason. <laughs> but, yeah, well, uh, all three of these were revealed um, during the Grandmasters playoffs. Yeah. So they did them sort of, you know, one, two, one three, yep. reveal the whole package. Yeah, so uh, we're going to start with the first one, 3-mana, three 3-1 three, Beast, uh, Salhet's Pride. It's a rare card, Death Rattle. Draw two one-health minions from your deck. And if you kind of look at the rest of these before getting into them, they all have one health. So there's definitely something about one health you know, that they're, they're definitely pushing in terms of the Paladin. So uh, what do you think about this? I think as a package, it's Okay. Um, I could see this potentially being somewhat of a zoo paladin utilizing magic carpet, maybe. Um, Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Saulhead's Pride's Death Rattle obviously working similar to uh, Christology, though with health instead of uh, mana cost. Or health instead of attack, excuse me. Mm -hmm. I I think these are okay. I don't know that this by itself is enough to give us a brand new archetype of paladin. I think they're going to have to push forward a little bit more. Um, but it is possible that they've got other cards in the set that we'll be building towards, you know, a, an aggressive paladin. The first one that we've had since yeah. uh, since Odd Paladin when Baku rotated early. Yeah, like the, this this does seem to be a le- you know an attempt to to start getting, you know, some of that that kind of wide dude paladin, Odd Paladin, like you said, um, mm-hmm. type of archetype back in the the game. It's gonna. I mean, they're gonna need a lot because there's like literally nothing that supports that from the previous expansions. So yeah, yeah. I mean, every one of these cards are gonna have to do it. But um, but yeah. So Silence Pride, uh, Bra- Brazen Zealots, the next one, one mana, two one, which yeah, that's a pretty interesting card just by itself, two one, one one mana, rare card. Whenever you summon a, a minion, gain plus one attack. So 
this one gets stronger and stronger. I don't know. Best case, it just trades with something, you know, that, that's worth two mana, three mana. Um, and yeah, it's kind of weak. Just anything with one health, you know, that, that's tough without like Divine Shield or anything like that. I just don't see how that survives. Like a Pyromancer just like is a, a one card answer to like yeah. a lot of these things. I mean, just think about the best case scenario, I guess, with this card as you play it on turn one going first. Mm-hmm. On turn two, you play a two drop or two one drops, and then you have a three one or a four one. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's dealing early damage. It is really hard to keep it alive unless I suppose your two drop is uh, what the two mana two two that gives divine shield. Yeah. I mean, yeah, is this it's not really it's not very exciting for this card. It's <laughs> right. okay. I yeah. think it's okay. I think in arena it's going to be good. I think in wild with like muster for battle and shield and mini bot, mm. but this is probably really good. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, last one is Sand Wasp Queen. It's a two mana three one again beast. Uh, yeah, all these beasts now, you know, in Paladin, uh, it's common. Battle cry add two two one Sand Wasp to your hand. So this one, you know, I, I I understand the battle cry for this one. You know, this one feels like a you know token druid type of card. Um, you know, uh, but in terms of again three one, hmm, I mean attack's nice, but the one again at, at two mana that's that's pretty bad. Um, but you, you got to give up some value to get two two cards in your hand, basically. Um, I could see this with uh, potentially like glowstone technician buffs. Mm-hmm. Um, hand buffs, yeah. Yeah, it's not bad, mm-hmm. but it's like every rogue is going to have a clear on two of your minions for you know just one of their own hero powers. Mage can yeah. clear everything up quite well. Um, so the classes that. I guess Paladin is already weak too. It's going to going to remain quite weak too with these cards. Um, but again, there's a lot that we are missing out on from the Paladin class for this expansion. We haven't seen the legendaries yet, so maybe they could synergize. Yeah, there's obviously something going on with the one mana. I mean, there's got to be either a card that buffs the one. Uh, sorry, not one mana, one health cards or something that gets extremely cheap because of these one health cards there, there has to be like there these are too weak otherwise you know, for me to imagine them you know being good and, and not to mention these removal cards we're about to talk about i mean th- this just gets demolished you know by by these kind of cards so um i i'd have to predict it's something to do with divine shields or i don't know something something that protects these cards a bit better than than what we're seeing right now uh, you think they would have led with that though? Like, why not lead with that card and then just go nuts with, uh, you know, like the um, uh, the cards that actually follow it up? So I don't know what they were thinking about. Yeah, yeah. What, so, they want to be like, oh, yeah. these three cards—they're not yeah. great, but bam, now they're great. Yeah, exactly right. So um, okay, yeah, we'll have to see with Paladin. Paladin, um, you know, it's got, it's got it's already got some viable things. We, obviously, we've seen in like Grandmasters, you know, people playing Paladin. But, um, you know, not as good on the ladder, but, you know, I, I still think that, you know, they have some relevancy even without, if these cards miss a little bit. Uh, okay, let's see. Next ones we got here are, ooh, yes, I like these. Um, uh, we got Priest Guard, Psychopomp. <laughs> it's a four mana. Another three one. A battle Cry, summon a random friendly minion that died this game. Give it Reborn. And for those of you who don't know what Reborn is, Reborn, uh, folks, is a key, new keyword that um, what it means is when it dies, it comes back as a three, as a, a, a one health version of itself. Um, so 
you know, in a way, it's kind of like a resurrect with like one, you know, like uh, like a one health type of thing. So with this one, this one doesn't have the the rush like we saw with the previous reborn um, card that was revealed before. So a little bit you know different in that way. Well, it actually gives it to something that it summons. So what do you got? What do you think about this? It, this is like the resurrect theme, of course, but it's got this little nuance of reborn. Psycho bombs insane. Yeah. I, th- I think it's just insane. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Four mana with the battle cry to summon a random friendly minion that died this game, which you're assuming in a deck that you're going to be playing this card, you're going to be playing minions that can benefit from being resummoned for four mana. So typically very powerful minions and give it reborn, which means when it dies, it comes back with one health. It's, it's the redemption effect. Yeah. Um, I, I think inherently this is going to be inconsistent and you're going to obviously have to probably play two copies of psychopomp in any deck that you're wanting to play this card so you could always have you know, the potential to resurrect itself uh, maybe there's northshire clerics in the res pool whatever but uh, i i do think you know in a deck that wants to play this card this card is going to be inherently very very good you know what's funny about that because i mean i, I agree that it's going to be very good if you play two of them the first cycle pump actually messes up your resurrect chances right so yeah. that, that's kind of an interesting dynamic to it um but yeah i, I think the cards that are, you know even just now right are, are being run in the resurrect priest are all or some of them are interesting you know some of them are just taunts and it's not, not as big a deal but um you know some of them actually you resurrect you know, one at the end of turn you know or you know yeah. do do all kinds of crazy stuff like that so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have to see what ends up uh, coming from that but you know another ex- another pretty interesting priest card that has the same theme which um yeah cool uh let's see the next one we got here is uh a rogue card and this is one mana pl- so it's a plague of madness one of the plagues uh it's a rare card each player equips a two two knife with poison like like when it, is it possible for a card to give your opponent the same thing you get to be good yes is it okay i okay, think so okay. um i think it is all right for a couple reasons first reason being you have initiative yeah you get to attack with the knife first mm-hmm. and you get to build the deck that wants to play this card that wants to benefit <laughs> true from this card true um so there's always you know, much like weapons project, um, overriding your opponent's weapon and giving them the two, three weapon. You can use this sort of as a pseudo weapon removal. Um, you could also use this with, you know, like acidic swamp or Harrison Jones, mm-hmm. if you want to benefit from this card immediately. Um, yeah. you could also play this card with like captain Greenskin to give you more swings on the knife. I, I just see a lot of ways where this can be very useful. Yeah. And I, I think it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, for sure. It's very similar to people playing Weapons Project and playing Harrison Jones. You need know, to get the card draw. So, you know, definitely from that standpoint, it is good. But man, if my opponent ever got to keep a two-two knife, I, I mean, it's basically unplayable until you do get that that scenario, or unless you're yeah. in, in a bad yeah. spot. Yeah. You have to think though that a lot of rogues minions are pretty small, pretty unimpactful. Mm-hmm. Um, like. Jeez, I don't know, like Swashburglar. Like, or any uh, of the lackeys or anything like that. Yeah, any right? of the yeah. lackeys. Yeah. Like a lot of what they're playing is not doing a whole lot on board until Rogue wants it to do a whole lot on board. Um, so, yeah, you, you have to think that the, the poisonous factor is going to be more impactful for the Rogue than it is for the Rogue's opponent. Right. No, that definitely makes sense. 
and it's a one mana card too. That's that's absolutely comboable. Like yes. there's a lot of different things. Very um, much. All right, so the next card. This is like one of my favorite cards. The, the three mana bees with four four e's <laughs> yeah and uh choose a minion it's a druid good common you can play two of them choose a minion summon four one one bees that attack it so you can think of it as like a removal card right that you know instead of attacking you know doing four damage like a shadow bolt or something like that it, it just attacks it one at a time which you know you're like well what's that what's that do well uh you know clearly a <laughs> what? what is that so much so, so I know. much so much is right yeah so the fact you know the bees are obviously beasts as well too so you know th there's synergy with so many cards i mean i think that's what's exciting about it just just by changing you know like a removal to be be attacked like one at a time it it's like an arcane missile with minions it, it ends up mm -hmm. making a huge huge difference so um yeah so let's list out some cards that synergize with like knife uh, juggler knife juggler Acolyte. Line Cracker. Li yeah, Line Cracker. Yeah. <laughs> Acolyte of Pain. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Acolyte of Pain. God, can you imagine if you got a high. Berserker? The 5 minute 2 7. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It, so it has to hit the same target, though. So it's not like you can like choose you know, each one. So that's a little bit of a nuance. God, can you imagine if there's a Hunter card? Oh, my God. That'd be like Ooh. crazy. Cardigan in the chat says Cult Master. That's absolutely oh, correct. Oh, I didn't even think of that one. That's four Got cards. Four cards. Killer. The, the, the big thing that people immediately figured out that was actually confirmed um, is bees will trigger over uh, overkill. Um, so with Linecracker, if, line if you summon bees to attack Linecracker, mm. Linecracker will overkill and double its attack four times. And if you do Two copies of bees with line cracker. Oh my god! With wow. like um, loops, glorious gloop, or with like oh, innervate, on and wild, yeah. whatever it may be, and then two copies of earthen scales. You can gain <laughs> over two thousand armor in a single turn. It easily the best card so far. <laughs> like it's not, it's not, it's the most dynamic. Two thousand armor. <laughs> know. You know what Shutterwalk players had to do to get two thousand <laughs> armor? Oh my god, that's crazy. So if you cast a B like on something that has like one mana, like, let's just say it's one of these paladin cards, right? You just you just cast it, it only has one health. The three Bs live. It, it, right? They just they just sit on the board, right? Like, okay, yeah. I mean man, so it basically has overkill too, which is like the the uh, the bees survive, right? It's, this is an amazing card. Like crazy, crazy good card. Which is cauldron and raid later as well. Yeah. I, I think that's why they they essentially killed Token Druid with a lot of these other other cards, these removal cards that they're they're coming in with, so they could create this these this crazy powerful new thing with Druid. Cards nuts. Yeah, so good card for sure. Can't wait to. This is definitely a card I want to try out on the first day. It's amazing. Um, I think Druid needs some help, so I'm I'm okay yeah. with this card being really really card? good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk about. Um, is this what we're doing, shaman? Let me see. Yeah, that's yep. So uh, okay, we got shaman cards, and we've got uh, one warlock card. So the first shaman card we got is weaponized wasp. <laughs> wow, it's got like crazy eye beams. Three mana, three three beast. Another beast. Battle cry. If you control a lackey, deal three damage. 
wow, you know, it's like it's almost like a fire elemental at three if you uh, you actually have a lackey on the board. Really encouraging lackeys to be played in shaman, which they don't get played at all in shaman right now. Um, or at least I've seen it rarely, but for the most part, you know, meta-wise, it's not being yeah. played. Mm -hmm. Sludge Slurper is pretty good. You'll see Sludge Slurper in, in Control Shaman and Murloc Shaman. Mm, yeah, that's um, true. But like mm -hmm. Evil Cable Rat, for instance, you'll never see. They are getting the Evil Totem, which is just a two-mana zero-two at the end of your turn. Put a random lackey in your hand. Yeah. So it seems like they're trying to push it a little bit, but not a terrible amount just yet. Yeah. Man, if you can get that three damage, crazy good card. Yeah. If there's some kind of one, you know, like like the Slurper's one, right? So if you get, you're taking Overload, so it's kind of a clunky type of thing. But if you can get like a new Lackey that's one and a new Lackey that's two, oh man, that, this, this card could be crazy in terms of tempo for Shaman. Somewhat similar to Merc Spark Eel. Yeah. You think, you think you could kind of, like, work some of this lackey stuff and this into the Murloc deck, or not possible? Yeah. Think so? I do. Yeah. I don't think the Evil Totem would go in. Um, no. But just, just because mm -hmm. you already will play Sludge Slurper, mm -hmm. I, I would think that you would need maybe to play Evil Cable Rat or for there to be another lackey yeah. generation card that would fit. Um, but I, I think this is... I think this is good. Yeah, I think this is yeah, definitely right on the fringe of, of playing. It really just depends on you know uh, what the rest of the cards will be in this expansion. Okay. Uh, next card they have is uh, Earthquake. So seven mana is a spell. It's a rare one, and uh, deal five damage to all minions. Then, <laughs> due to you know the aftershocks of the Earthquake, then to do do two damage to all minions. So. Clearly, something addressing death rattles, and I think right, like the five damage hits, and do the death rattles trigger, and then the two damage hits too. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, so like for Soul of the Forest, yeah, for instance, that's a perfect example. Um, I think this card is great. I, it, it's going to be very dependent on what the meta looks like, is to say whether this is stronger than like Volcano, for instance. Um, but I I think this is very good. At the very least, it's seven mana deal seven damage to all minions, right. um, which is going to be a board wipe. And you're you're going to see this in a control shaman deck that's not going to be too concerned with what their side of the board looks like, as long as their opponent's side of the board is clear. <laughs> right. Um, and very appropriately, they revealed this right after the earthquake happened in California. Did they really? <laughs> oh man! Yeah. I, I, I have didn't to even wonder. That. Did they see these earthquakes happen and were like, "Oh, oh, this oh, come is on, uh, push really? this one up or put no, it out"? No, marketing takes takes precedent over c c civilian responsibilities. I really wonder. Or human really responsibilities, wonder, or if this was just scheduled and it just oh, happened. Oh God, that would be that's such a scary proposition <laughs> if that actually was was the case. But uh, yeah, I agree too. It's a, it's a you know from someone that's actually played a ton of Control Shaman recently. Um, I mean, shoot, I'd take this any day, you know, like this is instead of having to wait for my, my plague, you know, and, and have that timing, just be able to take this right off the bat. I mean, that, that's absolutely going to help, help me in my, you know, my mission as a, a control shaman. So, um, I'm actually surprised they gave shaman this card, like something that's just so definitively a clear, you know, like it's, it's not quite, um, uh, whatchamacallit, a psychic scream. 
but mm-hmm. it's pretty darn close. You know, like this is a million times better than. I mean, think about it. Like Flame Strike. I mean, this is like just like yeah. almost twice as good as that. So, and um, I, it's a little strange for me because I don't think Hag Scheme is a bad card, and I'm not unhappy to play Hag Scheme. Um, mm-hmm. but. It seems like they're really pushing like a battle cry oriented control shaman, and it, mm-hmm. control's got a fair bit of catching up it has to do right now. I think this is not a very control oriented meta. Um, the most controlling deck is like bomb warrior, and even that's trying to kill you. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm not I'm not mad that they're giving this archetype some help. Personally, mm-hmm. this is okay. one of my favorite archetypes to play. So yeah. Okay, we'll see. I think it's a little much. I mean, I would have liked to have seen just like something that was just like absolute five because I, I like the scheme because it, it there is a nuance to it, right? Like you have to try to get it in your mulligan, or mm-hmm. if you don't get in your mulligan, you know, if you just draw it, you know, you have to delay for a little bit of time. Which usually, when it comes to control shaman, it's like healing. You know, like you, you figure out a way to heal, like just to to be able to build up your scheme to to remove. So that dynamic's always been like really fun for me when I'm playing it. This is just like absolute. So I think. Um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how this. There must be some other stuff that's coming out that that I th- think that addresses this. This can't be just for Soul of the Forest, like <laughs> just yeah. like stomping on Druid Token Druid. That would be pretty crazy. <laughs> um, okay, so we got Imp Bombing here, four mana, uh, a Warlock card, rare. Destroy a minion. Shuffle three worthless imps into your deck. So, uh, you know, destroy a minion, you can just stop right there. I mean, like, that's that's pretty good. I mean, that's already, like, good for single target. You know, absolutely better than Siphon Soul and, you know, like, th- things like that. And then yeah. throwing those cards into your deck, I'm trying to figure out, like, is that bad? Is that good? Like, what do, what do you think? So you can compare this directly to Blast Crystal Potion. Mm-hmm. And the question then is, which of these outcomes is better for you? Would you rather lose one of your mana crystals, or would you rather shuffle three worthless imps into your deck? Yeah. Um, and I guess it's going to depend a lot on what kind of deck you want to play this in. I do think with the Warlock quest that they revealed, um, they're going to be leaning quite heavily into like a plot twist control style Warlock. Um, and I think this card would fit into it, but then shuffling three worthless imps into your deck is probably worse than losing a mana crystal. Yeah. I also think that you can probably play this in a zoo deck, because three worthless imps in your deck isn't going to matter as much because so much of the power from that deck is going to come from those first few turns before this card is even active or you're going to play this card so late in the game that it's not going to matter. Um, in which case, uh, this card's really good. So either way, I think this card's going to be played. It's just difficult to say whether it is, I guess, better or worse than its direct competitor, which is Blast Crystal Potion. But seeing as Blast Crystal Potion is in wild, yeah. it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think this card like you said it can be played in, in, in anything any um warlock uh, archetype just because it's it's a remove a minion for for cheap you know so just the fact that you can remove a minion and still pop you know possibly play something behind it um mm-hmm. is just you know really great so yeah i mean blast crystal potion is obviously a, a great a, a great um comparison but uh but yeah I, I see this one card being played and um i'm just curious to see how bad these worthless imps will actually end up being because if they're not bad at all then this card is just out, you know off the charts you know so um we'll we'll have to see what other what other uh warlock cards come with that um all right well, so we're down to just the the mage quest now which is oops so i've been bombing here 
Uh, we've got this is a really cool picture here, <laughs> like Reno raid the Sky Temple of one mana spell or one mana quest. Uh, legendary, of course, quest cast just ten spells, which ten spells actually is kind of a lot, actually. Yeah, but um, you know, you really have to build around it to be able to, to cast ten spells at a very cheap cheap amount of mana. But the reward is an ascendant scroll, and the ascendant scroll is a hero power. And uh, it is add a random, a new hero power that replaces your old one. Add a random mage spell to your hand, and it costs two last two. So you get like the discount of the mana that you're paying for the hero power, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so 10 spells. Like, how hard is it to, like, how many turns do you think it takes to cast 10 spells? With Cyclone Mage, not that many turns. Oh, I think 10 okay. spells kind of is and isn't a lot of spells. Um, if you think about it, Ray of Frost with yeah, Twin Spell is two, two spells. Mm -hmm. um, Magic Trick is giving you additional spells. Conjurer's Calling has Twin Spell. Um, and seemingly you're going to be playing all of these spells with Sorcerer's Apprentice, so they're going to be discounted. <laughs> and you'll have Mana Cyclone with Elemental Invocation, which is free to give you additional spells, a lot of which are going to be very cheap. I really don't think this is going to be difficult to accomplish. The question is... You know, does the existing Cyclone Mage deck or a deck that would be rather similar to it want to play this card and want to have this new hero power? And I think the answer is yes, only because the Fire oh, Blast hero power doesn't really do much. Mm -hmm. So why not have this? I this guess. is one card. You know, it's like it's just one card you replace. You know, and I don't yeah. think it's much of a, it's not much of a um a uh, investment into you possibly getting an incredible hero power here, so... Uh, and you could even play this card. Like, you don't have to play the quests on turn one. Um, you could play the quest with a Sorcerer's Apprentice with, like, a Magic Dart Frog, and then the quest is just a freak spell that counts towards missiles from the Dart Frog and additional spells from Mana Cyclone. Mm -hmm. um, Mage likes playing cheap spells. Right. And, yeah, I, I, think, I think all of the quests and the way that they're adapting them this time around into the right. hero powers and into rewards that you get right away, but that aren't necessarily game-winning on their own, I really like this direction for quests. I think if they'd gone in a similar direction to last time and made the quests game-winning, it would have been too too powerful. Yeah. Um, so I'm very happy with this adaptation, and I, I think that you, you could play this in whatever, in any mage deck, honestly. Okay, yeah. I Any mage deck... I don't know about so, any mage deck, but I think pretty think much so? any mage deck is going to want to play. Really, even just like your standard spells. like Cadgar ones and yeah, okay, they're all playing Ray of Frost. They're all playing Frost yeah. Nova. Okay, um, yeah, it, maybe 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 decks that don't play Mana Cyclone. Yeah, it's going to be a bit too difficult potentially to get to this payoff. But then you have mm -hmm. to imagine that those decks are going to be the ones that are a little bit more controlling, that want to play for the late game a little bit more, and would be able to benefit from this hero power more. Mm -hmm. So it, it's kind of a, a catch-22, I guess. Can you complete the quest fast, but do you really benefit from the hero power, or is yeah. it going to take a little longer, but is the hero power really, really good for you? Yeah. Yeah, for sure it's just a generally good one. So, you know, I guess the point that it's just good for any type of, of, you know, add to any mage, basically. That, that yeah, I could definitely see that being valid, yeah. Because it's, it's almost like, um, what's a good example? What's another good example of that? Like, I mean, it's almost like Dr. Brew. Dr. Brew is good for anything, right? Like, or, or, um, Hagatha? No, we don't play Hagatha. Do we play, do people, people don't play Hagatha and Murloc, do they? 
Yeah, they do. Do they? Oh man, I didn't, I didn't yeah, realize that. Yeah, it's just that. a value generator. I guess. Yeah, so it's just like an auto ad for anything. I guess this could be an auto ad too for for Mage. It's sort of like mm -hmm. um, the the Druid quest, for instance, which is just what like end four turns with any unspent mana. You could <laughs> yeah. accomplish that in in any deck. Yeah, in absolutely any deck. Um, so it it is sort of seeming like, with the exception of the Warlock quest, which is, I think, draw twenty cards. Oh God. That, well, well you can do that with. Certainly uh, need to involve plot twist. Yeah, I think. plot twist has to be in there. Yeah. Um, so I think you'd have to play plot twist with that one. But the other ones all seem to be very low limitation to yeah. accomplish the, well, the quest. I, I kind of hope it's not an auto add in every deck. You know, like that. That kind of makes it a bit not not as interesting because it's just generally good. It's like adding yeah. any any super op card, right? So. Um, yeah, I guess we'll have to see. A random spell, I mean, it's, it's kind of like Hagatha, right? You're going to miss, like, half the time. Um, but but yeah. the fact that you get a discount here is huge. That's, like, a big, big deal. Banking mana for future turns has always been very strong. Mm -hmm. um, and I do think that there's some pretty bad mage spells, but there's a lot of really good ones. <laughs> I mean, if you hit Pyroblast with this Everybody and then suddenly for 13 in a single turn with Pyroblast <laughs> Frostbolt. yeah. It's, it's numbers that your opponent can't possibly keep track of. Yeah. Like, they, they cannot account for this hero power. Or maybe you can get Conjure's Calling number 8, 9, and 10. Frostnova <laughs> yeah, number 7. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it seems like they get so many spells already yeah. that, man, they, you have a hero power that gives you one, too. That's that's pretty OP. Um, okay, well, anyways, th those are the cards that we've discussed. Oh, we, we've got the one today from today. Let me see which one that was. Is did it? Did we did we hit Plague of Murlocs? Oh, did I did I not bring that one up? I may have missed a set. Let me see. Plague of Murlocs. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't bring it up. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. Let me bring it up real quick. Yeah, Plague of Murlocs is a really great one. It's a shaman card. Is that the only I one I missed? I think that's the only really one, right? That's the only one I missed. Yeah. So Plague of Murloc is a transform all minions into random murlocs so it's a an epic card you can play two of them and it's basically like a devolve you know like but it's i think it's better it's better than a devolve because murlocs generally aren't super great right like um i see this as potentially a devolve and an evolve um devolve and an evolve oh i see for like a murloc so yeah, I'm sort of seeing this, like, in a Murloc deck. Um, you know, like, Murloc decks right now are playing Thunderhead with, like, Voltaic Burst and Sludge Slurper for those Sparks. Mm -hmm. If you can transform Sparks into Murlocs, while at the same time potentially mm. taking your opponent's board of Giants and turning them into, you know, Murlocs that are objectively worse for them than they are for you, because you have Cold Light Seer and you have um, you know, Murloc Warleader and things to actually take advantage of the Murlocs, I, I think this card's absolutely insane. It's crazy, it's yeah. So multi-use, yeah. Multi-use, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, when when you can ner when you can basically devolve your opponent and evolve your own into something that synergizes, that's crazy. Yeah. Super yeah, and I, th good. I think that's probably its its best case scenario, but I don't think it has to be used to make your own board better. But even just taking a couple totems and turning them into murlocs, on average, is going to be better. So yeah. I mean, removal is pretty easy. I mean, I, I think that Plague of Murloc with Lightning Storm pretty much removes almost everything. Like, if you if you don't roll three, you might leave a, you know, two three or or, or the, the three health minions. But you know, I think it makes 
removal outside of earthquake like pretty reasonable no matter what turn it is and it's it's freaking transform so yeah minions that have buffs minions that have death rattles minions that have magnetized this is is mech paladin's worst nightmare yep it's true yeah so another great three mana (laughs) i I mean the number i mean you could you, you could literally evolve you know like transform 14 minions on the board for three mana. That's oh my insane. god. That's insane. I think this is going to be a card that very quickly I can't. could be broken. This this is getting my broken yeah. radar going. Dude, I can't um, wait. I can't wait for Murloc Shamans to run this. And then there's like three or four bluegills that have have like plus to like buffs on yeah, those. Yeah, like five bluegills. Oh god, that would be so funny. You're like, oh. oh. <laughs> Exactly. You know that's gonna happen. That's definitely a YouTube video for sure, waiting to happen. Yeah, so Shaman, another amazing card for them here. It's so uh that class got abundance of uh, of things. Like it's it's been waiting to erupt. I I feel like Shaman is 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 about to become super, super good. And even even with the Murloc Shaman already being, you know, pretty good and or or very um successful in the meta. I think it's mm-hmm. about to get even stronger to have control added to it and, you know, Murloc get e- potentially even better. Um, we'll see. You know, the removal is pretty darn good in this expansion, so we'll see if the Murloc Paladin can... Or, sorry, Murloc Shaman can survive it. That'll be um, a pretty good dynamic. So there's a new card too, right? Like, what what is this new card here? Let me see. It is... It's in the form of video. Gosh, man. All right. Me... It's uh Oh, it's an armadillo or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, let me bring this up. It's, it's called Armagadillo. Armagadillo. Like armadillo. Okay. All right. Interesting. All right, let me take this one off and put this one on. Here we go. All right, so it is a a warrior card. 6 mana, 4 7 beasts. It's just all about beasts. This uh this expansion is legendary. Taunt at the end of your turn. Give all taunt min- minions in your hand plus two plus two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. And it's at the, at the end of your turn. I mean, it's like it's one of those things where if it lives, it can do it maybe twice. That would mm-hmm. be. I mean, what are some good taunt minions that we play in sh- in Warrior right now? Mm, Ziliax. Ziliax. Yeah, that's about the only thing I can think of. Ziliax. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, Ratcliffe. No, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. So I, don't, I because of that, I don't know how great this card is. Unless there's going to be a lot more small taunts coming up, but for the most part, there's not really. This reminds me of oh geez, what was it called? Grimy Gadgeteer. Oh, the uh, two seven one. Four three. No. Now, at the end of your turn, give a random minion in your hand plus two plus two. It was a four mana four three um, from Mean Streets of Gadgets on. This reminds me of that a little bit. Obviously, this is more powerful. Yeah, this is better. I think this card's really good. It has taunt. Six mana four seven is consistent with like Violet Warden and Archmage um, as a stat line. Yeah. It's a beast. It has taunt. And it's like a crazy upside end of turn effect. Well, no no question the card. In a vacuum, just you know, assuming that there are good, just just taunt minions to play is super good because you're guaranteed to have it done once, right? Like you're guaranteed to get the plus yeah. two plus two 
to however many cards in your hand, like at least one time. And it only needs, really, it only needs to be buffed one time to really give out, you know, like the, a proper value from it. So it, it buffs itself or it buffs other copies of it. I, I think that there almost certainly will be a class taunt minion revealed mm -hmm. that goes with this. Hmm. Actually, Cardigan says a money warp bear. Yeah, money warp bear could be pretty dang solid oh, yeah. with this. This is the following turn too. So you get a you get a six nine or you get a seven nine <laughs> coming out of the the gate, and that's, that's pretty, true. That's pretty good. Uh, that's actually a good point. Are there any other? Mm, just because that has rush, I don't know if you could potentially build an entire rush style deck with this card. Probably not. Yeah. Somebody said it would have been broken with pre-nerf chain gain. I don't know. Post-nerf chain gain is that that bad? I mean, it's pretty good too. <laughs> like, that's not that's not bad to run with this. At least one of them gets buffed. That's fine. I think that would this be is okay. A good card. Yeah, I think this is a good card. Pretty exciting one to to reveal. Oh, wait. I'm just like not looking. It's a legendary. Yeah, there's only one, so you're not gonna I'm have just, like, two of them. I'm just not looking at yeah what rarity this was. Okay, yeah. So there's only one. Well, that explains why it's freaking insane. Yeah. Super, super good. Just a matter of, I mean, I, I don't have all the taunt cards in front of me, but you know, as long as there's taunt, even even a five four Zillax is pretty dang good, and it and it can be more too. You know, like if this thing lives a turn, you're getting plus four plus four, <laughs> like on on one two three four whatever cards in your hand. So it it can be pretty pretty crazy. Is it good enough to build an entire deck around? I I, I mean, it's always questionable with one legendary. But, um, you know, if you can figure out some type of, you know, control or, or something that, that does already have a, a bunch of taunt cards, then this could be yeah, a good addition. So, um, yeah, how many taunt... Well, there, there's there's the, the taunt mechs, too, right? Like, there's the, the two... The um, the two six that... Is it two six or two five? I forget. Security two, River does not have yeah, taunt. Yeah, there you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah it, he doesn't have taunt, it's right, right. Taunt it's just the two three. There's, there's, taunt. there's Rusty Recycler. Um, yeah. There's Zilliarks. I think that's it, right? Yeah. So, you know, maybe there'll be more they, that they add, but even if they don't, you know, it'll be kind of interesting to see somebody Sorry. build one. You know, build build decks with these not so great cards before, but with this, you know, would be a lot better. Um, okay. Well, anyways, uh, that wraps up the card reveals and on uh, a couple uh, weeks, you know, well, I'm sure we'll have a bunch. Oh, here we go. Hecklebot damage Cyclotron. Damage Cyclotron. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Bronze Gatekeeper. Bronze Gatekeeper. Yeah. Mm, there's something there. There's definitely there's something there. Yeah. Might not be like top tier, but it's there's definitely something that's that's fairly solid. Like, I don't know how you win. You know, it's like, how do you win? You get out a bunch of these, like, yeah, sure, you get plus two, plus two on these these taunts, but is that good enough to win? <laughs> you know, like, and there's still no bursting or anything like that. Um, is it ever going to be enough to convince you to not just play Bomb Warrior? Well, you don't have to convince me very much to not play Bomb Warrior <laughs> right now. <laughs> I just purely out of interest. Uh, like I'm, I'm kind of tired of playing Bomb Warrior. Like I loved it like the, when it first came out, but now it's like, oh gosh, I see it all the time. <laughs> so on Grandmaster. Um, all right. Speaking of Grandmaster, we actually had the playoffs happen this weekend, and um, 
that's kind of a separate note, but I've like if it, you, you know, like I wouldn't have known it was happening, believe it or not. Like I didn't actually even realize it was the playoffs until I I happened to be using my my app that I my uh, my site I've been building, Juked, and I actually ended up you know seeing it, and I was like, oh, perfect. So I ended up watching. Um, I caught the very very end of APAC, but then I you know obviously I watched the, a lot of the the Europe and uh, of course the the America's finals or the the playoffs in the end. Um, a little bit of drama there too, or just a tiny bit, you know, with with uh, uh, some disqualification or at least match disqualifications because of decks, you know, yeah. <laughs> like basically playing wrong cards. But for the most part, it was it was pretty, um, you know, great to see just the top players kind of going at it. Uh, what'd you think? What'd you think just generally before we kind of get into to the winners and everything? Um, it all feels very strange to me still i think oh, really okay um yeah just what part that, well they announced the global finals and the fact that the global finals is only going to be eight players this year and it's essentially our world championship yeah that's just taking a lot to get used to for me um i don't know grandmasters has been very sort of up and down in my mind it's it's been a lot of repetition um, yes. And just a lot of yes. the same decks over and over. And, and I've watched a lot of it, but it's, I've never watched any of it with intent. You know, like mm-hmm. I've, I've sort of had it on the background and I've like glanced at it, but I haven't really, like, it hasn't kept my interest, um, it, like, a lot. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think that we certainly have three very deserving champions from each of the regions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that the global finals is going to be fantastic, but. I don't know. It's it's yeah, just very. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I, I kind of felt the same too. You know, it's like, it's a combination of things that they can't really help, but at the same time, I, I feel like there's something that that should be done. You know, like there when you when you have this kind of weekly broadcast, you know, just with the amount of content that you're talking about. Um, it happened with Overwatch too, right? Just with Overwatch League, it's like the regular season, you know, leading up to the playoffs, just doesn't really matter, you know. Like, there's not like a lot of, of, um, or, or each match doesn't seem like there's a lot at stake. It's like, ah, oh, I lose this week. I mean, we've actually seen it. We've seen people just completely turn around their seasons, you know, like, like really start off really terribly and then end up making the playoffs. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think that 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 kind of lends itself to not being that interested you know, uh, in, in the regular season and in the playoffs where there is something at stake that, which is a, a spot in the world championships and obviously a lot of money. Um, that's when it starts to become interesting. Uh, it's natural it happens in sports too. You know, like nobody really cares about the NBA, you know, regular season. Like everybody just waits until the playoffs for the most part. So, um, I, so I think that that part of it's kind of natural, but I don't know. I, I think that what you said about just the decks, just seeing the same decks over and over, that that's the, the um weakness of specialists you know specialists yeah. lends itself to that so um it, it's like not terrible you know like i it's not the no, worst not it could all. be it, it for sure is not the worst it could be but at the same time it's not exciting either you know like i i don't really feel crazy amount of excitement and i'm not sure how i change it I, I, any ideas like what they could do to to bring some excitement to it I think conquest would help a lot. I think con- I, I, well, I really do. I, I think yeah. conquest would mean that we would just have a lot more deck variety. Um, and yeah. that would make it really more exciting for people to watch. But I think a lot of the problem is with oversaturation 
how much they're broadcasting, um, yeah. how much you're you're able to view, and um, stakes. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, they they want to boost viewership. They want more eyes on it, and they need it to be exciting for that to happen. But there's just the stakes are just really low a lot of the time. Um, mm-hmm. Either the matches are so early on that they don't seem to matter, or it's so late that they know it. The the top players are already locked, and and the matches again don't really matter so it's and I, I think that's uh, some of that has to you know be on the broadcasters themselves to to make it seem exciting and to provide the story and to provide the stakes and to constantly drive that point home but i mean you, I you think really think so you really think it's you really think like i mean i don't think the broadcasters have been doing a bad job you know like i i think oh, they, they yeah they've been doing as as good as they they can you know in my opinion um They're, they're given what they're given. Yeah, you know? exactly. I I just don't think, you know, after seeing, actually, one league that you know, seeing test, even test to some extent, but but definitely more so like like the um, the global games last year, mm-hmm. and um, these league formats, they just don't work. You know, like it's just kind of boring. You know, just having these. Uh, especially something like Hearthstone, like a card game that was that that's been meant to be played tournament style. And you're forcing it into a league, you know. And so I, I just don't think that um, Hearthstone was meant to be played like this. Like I, I feel like Hearthstone was meant to be played at, as weekend tournaments. You know that that you know you start it and you you try to finish it in the same time. And so I would still like to see, and I've been saying this over and over, like a broken record. I still would like to see a majors type of uh, structure. You know, where it's like tournament to tournament. There there are majors. There are bracelets. There are you know or. or you know whatever you want to call them you know whatever we decide to call them but there are basically you know these chips that you get you know like for for um and, and to measure how great you are it's like the number of chips you have you know we can measure legacy that way um, yeah i just think that matches what you know this type of game uh or this kind of competitive game uh is just how it's played you know and how to actually keep excitement and hype and and you know have elimination just constantly right like you you can get knocked out of the tournament like at any moment so you so you have to play well or that player has to you know not make mistakes so i think um, yeah i I think that next season will be very telling um obviously we're going to be having relegation at the end of next season and um a lot of the players who didn't do so well this season are really going to have to step it up going into next season so I, I am excited to see, you know, is it possible to have like a Shanghai Dragon story in Hearthstone? Mm-hmm. Like, can you have uh, a player like, you know, Firebatter Patra, who didn't do well first season, suddenly come out the gate second season and kick everybody's butts? And and is that going to be as exciting for the audience? Does the audience want to see those those rebound stories? Yeah. Um, because it, it does seem like in a lot of ways Hearthstone is trying to mirror the league structure of Overwatch League because it's worked very well for, for Overwatch. Um, but, you know, it mm. Hearthstone's not a team game. Right. It, 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 is it just right. not suited for a league structure? Yeah, I mean, just like, imagine like other one-on-one games that would be a league structure, like, I don't know, like Smash. You know, like, can you imagine a Smash League? No. That would be crazy. No, no, no. <laughs> like, you know, that would be outright... I, I, I I could see it more than Hearthstone for only the reason that Smash fans are much more passionate than Hearthstone fans. And Smash fans have their favorite players, and they will die for their favorite players. Like, 
yeah, it's just a very different culture. Um, and I think that's just the difference between like card games and the FGC in general. Like FGC fans are much more passionate um, and are much more willing to stick with their favorites through and through. Whereas with Hearthstone, you don't really have favorite players unless they're very popular streamers. So like Dog and Tice mm-hmm. are two of the most popular players in Grandmasters, and that's because they're very popular streamers. Whereas yeah. with like Mash, you can be a fan of the best mm-hmm. players just because they're the best players. You could, but I, I, you know, if you had a league though, it's it wouldn't be even close, like Evo or you know, it just wouldn't have that that energy you know like that, that's the thing be a terrible idea yeah but. exactly so I, I think the one-on-one nature of it even starcraft like starcraft league like i don't i don't like to watch that you know like i, I like to watch definitely tournaments you know and and i mm-hmm. i i i don't think that or i think that has a lot to do with team versus 1v1 so um you know I'd, I'd like to see them do it you know we've kind of done it like we've kind of had these like tours and stuff but we just never we've never like put the gauntlet down that these tournaments are more important than others you know like don't have it just lead to a, an ending tournament in world champion like forget the, the concept of world champion you can have it you know like season champion be like the yearly champion and there's you know like a giant check at the end of that that's fine but when it comes to like legacy and caring like it'd be nice to have like this majors type of thing like there's i don't know dream hack maybe maybe one of them you know or yeah. maybe the end of the year one is one of them and you know you know I that mean, sort of thing that'd be cool we had we had all these tour stops last year and all these tournaments that should have mattered yeah, but they didn't. They're the all the same, right? The prize pools were very low. They happened every weekend, yeah. and I could not even tell you who won half of them. I know. And I couldn't even tell you what half the locations probably were. And I'm someone who is a part of, like, eight of them. <laughs> that's true. So I mean, if that's... I can't tell you, then the viewers at home sure as hell can. Right. And that's Blizzard's fault, right? Like, I mean, that, I mean that, it's not their fault. It's their strategy. Their strategy just wasn't to do to make those any of those yeah. tournaments more important than the others and, and i think i think that's what you need to do like you just need to make you know and, and then what to do in between those i think that that's where the you know like you have to come up with some uh, uh, imaginative ways to kind of fill the space but i think the overall structure you know that that feels a lot more like what hearthstone should be in my opinion so we'll see i mean obviously we're going to carry through this year of, of grandmasters the way it is but um you know, like, I don't think they're going to make any changes halfway through, you know, maybe some little tweaks to specialist, but mm-hmm. for the most part, we'll see the same thing. You know, we'll, we'll see the same kind of broadcast and, and, yeah. you know, so. I will say I'm very happy to see PNC in particular yep. mm-hmm. um, as the first South American player to ever make it to yeah. what is a world championship. But to me, it doesn't feel like the world championships. That, I mean, if it had the top players, it still wouldn't feel like the World Championship. Like, if Hunter Hayes is there, and obviously Fino, and, you know. I don't know. I think it's a, a fact of it's only eight people. Um, yeah. I think it's it's mostly just that it's only eight people that's yeah. really, that, makes that I really don't like. Um, and that it's mm-hmm. only open to 48 people plus the 16 from China. So, 64 people in the world mm-hmm. have the opportunity to qualify. That doesn't feel... In the spirit of Hearthstone, that doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm still very happy that they finally got there because I think that South America has been a sleeper pick for a very long time. Yeah, for sure. They, they've come close many, many, many times. So yeah, uh, I think was yeah, Nagui has been super there. consistent. Yeah, exactly. So um, speaking of that, you know, so PNC ended up being America's champ. Uh, ended up taking out uh, Frozen and. 
purple actually at the end as well. So the purple and the frozen match, by the way, is the one I was talking about where Pro Frozen uh, actually ended up playing a wrong deck, you know, and then they found we found out later after Frozen One, and there was a little bit of a like uh, some drama there because I, I think they. I don't know if they asked Purple like what he wanted to do or not, and in the end, they ended up just making the decision themselves based on the rules. But, but at one point, I think that Purple, I mean, Purple wanted to actually let him have it. I think, and they, they in the end, they didn't let him let him give him the give Frozen the match because of the rule break. So um, a little bit weird, you know, there just how you know, but it was handled probably properly yeah. in the end. But you know, just a lesson learned for the players to. You know, make sure you like play the decks you submitted. You know, don't I think it's, don't mess yeah, that up. It's, yeah, it's absolutely correct that they don't let purple make that decision. Yeah, um, it's not up to purple. And obviously, purple and frozen are friends, and they would have let him. Uh, if if it was up to purple, he he would have let frozen take the win. But it shouldn't be up to him. It should yeah. never be up to the players. Right. Um, because okay. when you put it on the players, then the players who want to be sticklers. Because they want to win, they look like jerks, yeah. and that's them. So you, you you can't let that happen. Um, totally agree. What else was it? Somebody disqual or somebody disconnected. I think it was race. Did race mm, like disconnect so. in his match and couldn't come back, and they ended up giving the win to his opponent? I think. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I I didn't see that one, but I I think I heard something about that too. Yeah, basically, uh, somebody didn't complete their their match and didn't know why we didn't know why like on the broadcast yeah. and then they just had to move forward so that's unfortunate i mean obviously getting to the playoffs i mean that's that's a big deal that, you know huge deal uh, yeah that bothers me more um just because oh man that feels bad the thing with frozen like that is in his control he messed up um and i'm sure he feels terrible about it but you know what it happens but it is on him with race that's just probably a factor of where he lives and yeah. that that feels really bad yeah especially like, can you imagine if it was like old style old style and it was you know like playing all those i don't know what it you know playing all those tournaments you know tour stops or whatever it was and you probably qualify for this thing and then you all of a sudden you you lose connection that would just oh, at least it's, this is like a little bit less grueling than that but um but at the same time you know an opportunity to lost there uh, oh, Gotrick says, was it was it against Purple? It might have been against Purple. I, I again, I didn't actually see that live, but um, but anyways, they kind of talking about the winners. So PNC ended up winning the Americas. Europe, uh, Fino ended up taking that. Uh, just continuing his uh, you know great run great in terror. Grandmaster, yeah. Uh, and then APAC uh, Surrender ended up winning. So great to see Surrender on top again. You know, like we we kind of missed him the last year or two. <laughs> so um, some you know expect. Some expected names. PNC not not as expected, even though he's a good, solid player. But I wouldn't say I expected him to get through it. Uh, but they're going to be at BlizzCon. You know, the uh, BlizzCon's bringing esports back. You know, from a standpoint of Hearthstone, and so that's pretty hype. I think that's a a, a great decision by them. That is something I'm very happy about. Mm -hmm. I, I'm really happy it's back at BlizzCon. I think BlizzCon needs yeah. competitive Hearthstone, and Global Games just wasn't enough of a draw. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I am very happy about that. I think that's a good decision. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I think I think like everybody taking their championships away from BlizzCon at the same time was 
it, it just felt weird. Like BlizzCon just felt weird, especially Hearthstone. It just felt like they didn't do anything there. Like so, do they have? They still have the Overwatch League World yeah. Cup, right? But that was like the cornerstone event, you know, like the the last two. And, and it's not even a World Championship, you know. It's just it's it's like it's just the World Cup. World Cup, yeah. So it, it was a little strange. WCS still finished there for StarCraft, but. Um, you know, there needs to be more, you know, that, that, that used to be a big esport event, you know, BlizzCon. So we kind of need to get back to there. Yeah. Taking Hearthstone away from BlizzCon was strange, but it's just that the Hearthstone competitive schedule was more than a year. Yeah. So they could never just say, okay, we're going to do this. And then it's championships are going to be in November. They couldn't structure it like that. Yeah. I'm happy that they are going back to this. Yeah. I I mean, it was sound logic to, to take it off because, you know, people are watching Overwatch or people are watching, you know, World of Warcraft or at the time HOTS and they're they're not at Hearthstone, right? Like it's just distracting from not being able to focus only on Hearthstone. So it made sense. It totally made sense. But at the same time, you know, that that's like their cornerstone event of the year. And to not have it be hyped, it's, it, it's super weird. It was definitely very strange uh, yeah. the last year or into. So... Um, bad news though for me is that we're not going to be doing streamer showdown at BlizzCon because of it, <laughs> I think. But, but uh, but that's okay. You know, definitely having esports back there is worth it. <laughs> um, okay. Well, anyways, uh, we're going to take some questions here, guys. So uh, feel free to type out your questions in Twitch chat, and then we'll we'll wrap things up. Um, but before we do, I just want to give thanks to some of the folks that support the show. And those are our patrons at patreoncom slash value town. And, uh, we've got a, a brand new producer, Benidge. So he's our legendary pr- producer. So a uh, big shout out to him. And, uh, we've got Bryce L, Vincent F, Alex F, Bruce W, Michael O, Philo virus, uh, Aaron B, Michael V and code chemist, just to name a few. Uh, we'll try to get to your names. If you didn't hear your names this week, don't worry about it. We just kind of go through a few each and every week, uh, with exception to our, obviously our legendary producer. But uh, if you want to support the show, go to patreoncom town and throw a pledge away. We'd really, really appreciate it. Uh, okay, let's see. Any questions? Any questions, guys? Uh, um, I don't know if we have any questions quite yet. So we'll give you a, a few few more minutes to ask uh I, let me see i do i have a question for for you in terms of anything <laughs> um oh is there gonna be a wsoe event anytime soon i thought we were supposed to have another one um no i think the next one they're planning isn't until december oh I don't know for really sure. okay. i haven't been spoken to officially about anything just yet yeah um but yeah i i, I think december is when they're they're planning um, and I think it's going to be a different structure. It might actually be co-ed for the first time. So oh, okay. Less of like a, a king of the hill. Yeah, so. co-ed's fun though. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think it'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. I keep advocating for them to do teams with like one guy, one girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'd be really cool. But there's some, some potential problems that arise. Like what? So, <laughs> uh, like if you have them play together. The audience could say that the guy's just doing all the work. Oh, you know? God. Like it's it's like... hard to have the women stand on their own when, when they're playing with men. Um, really? In Hearthstone? Yeah, I mean, it's like... it's, it sucks, but it's just. Uh, all right. Gosh, we, can, we can't have good things, man. Uh, Sorry, we can't have nice things. I know, we can't have nice things. So Wamba... This guy's toast had to give up his card. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right, Wombat asks, when is Korra casting next? Anything, um, any, anything. 
casting next. There's possibly something at the end of this month, and definitely something in the middle of okay. next month. Although the thing okay. in the middle of next month is not Hearthstone. So okay, make of that what you will. Keep a looking on that. Follow her on Twitter just to you know yeah. see what those things are going to be. Um, Bite HS asks, what would motivate you to come out to play in a live fireside? Do you like competitive events, casual or strange formats? You uh, go first well, the thing that, that would motivate on. me to come out to play in a live fireside bites is is if you were running it for one. <laughs> nice. Um, I don't know if you're if you're familiar with uh, yeah. Scott Chiman, but he yeah. Uh, yeah he runs the firesides yeah. in Southern California. Yeah, they're definitely great great events for sure. Uh, um, yeah, so I mean, obviously, if I was format. out there, <laughs> I mean, I yeah, yeah that's it's not very common that I'd be out there too. But you know, firesides definitely haven't done one here in a long time. Like I kind of kind of lost some momentum with the one here just because I got a little bit busy. I used to have a co um, tavern owner basically for uh, the live the firesides out here, and then yeah. once he ran out of time, it's just kind of like. We both ended up not having done doing. Uh, we haven't done them in a while. But uh, in terms of competitive format, yeah, I I love them. I, I I used to always love doing the the competitive tournaments there and strange formats. I, I'm generally not like I'm pretty ambivalent when it comes to strange formats. It's like yeah, it's cool it, and it's don't particularly like it or, or or dislike it. I've never actually been to a fireside gathering. What? Yeah, oh my goodness! There, there there aren't any hosted in my area. <laughs> Chicago is not. You know, you could host one yourself. I know. I've I've thought about it. I've thought about it. My dad owns a computer store, so I've been oh, like, yeah. we could we could try and get something going. Um I used to do them at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Yeah. The the internet was just so so there, but but for Hearthstone it was fine. For like mm -hmm. watch parties, oh god, it's a different yeah. story. But but for, for Hearthstone it it was actually fine. And Actually, I met Salissa there. Salissa, like, really? yeah, Salissa oh. went to my. Went, she actually won. Would she win one of my? I think she won one of my tournaments. Actually, Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of funny. Long ways from there now. <laughs> so this is, you know, definitely been doing some good things. Uh, let's see, Cap one hundred seven. What's a class archetype you miss and wish would receive more support in upcoming expansions? Ooh. I mean, I miss Shutterwalk Shaman, but I don't think it should receive support. <laughs> Really? That's yeah, right. You were a, you were an expert in Shutterwalk. Combo uh, Shutterwalk was the last deck that I've been yeah. like really attached to. Yeah, mm. I, I know what you mean. I like, I have some of those decks. Yeah. Actually, this this Control Shaman has been one of those. It's just like I just have to play it all the time. Um, uh, is there anything I kind of wish was still? I'm trying to think of anything. Um, that needs like support, you know. Like I feel like everything was pretty darn good before. Um, maybe like uh, I kind of miss. Uh, what do you call it? some type of like death rattle? I mean, it used to be death rattle hunter, you know, like mm -hmm. just just the kind of like big death rattle plays. I, I kind of miss those. Whether it's druid or it, it's hunter, you know, it'd be nice to kind of see some of those like beast, you know, crazy plays. Um, but uh, but yeah, outside of that, I can't really think of anything I, I, I super miss. I think the the combo archetype in general I'm missing right now. There there just really isn't much as far as yeah, um, like decks that you build around one specific outcome, other than like Holy Wrath Paladin, I guess. <laughs> um, so I, I'd I'd like yeah. to see some more some more combo, some more OTK. Yeah, we've seen Pogo Hopper recently, kind of not not OTK though. But, um, yeah. 
when that thing goes, man, it's pretty impressive. It goes hard. It goes yeah. really hard. <laughs> For sure. Uh, uh, Gotrix uh, says, Shama, do you think we could run into the Gen Baku problem that certain cards, hero cards, are too strong, so they have to pre-Hall of Fame them, like Dr. Boom and Hagatha? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they're too... I mean, Dr. Boone's pretty strong. Um, is it strong enough to... I mean, I don't think they would Hall of Fame them. I, th- I think Dr. Boone could just still use a nerf of some sort. I don't think Blizzard would ever Hall of Fame outside of the Hall of Fame schedule. So if they were going to Hall of Fame them, it would have happened at the same time as Gun and Baku were Hall of Famed. Yeah. Um, so when that didn't happen, I, I think you can you can commit to them being around until next year. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure they'll be they'll be around. Yeah, I agree with you there. They're not, they're not going to do anything early there. But even if it is, like I, I don't know, I don't know of any cards that are super problematic. You know, outside mm-hmm. of maybe Doctor Boom. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, they, they they made some changes recently, right? Right. So yeah, they they all of famed Vanish and Mind Blast, but that was more so um, because they have been concerned with the classic set for a very long time, and they were putting additional cards into the classic set. So I don't know. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess maybe they are willing to hall of fame off of the schedule, but I don't know. I, I, I don't think, I think they would nerf or balance change uh, Hagatha and Dr. Boom before they would rotate them. Whereas with Gen and Baku, the entire point of the card is something that can't really be changed. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough call. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good state right now. You know, like, I think the game's, you know, coming off the, the reset, we still haven't gotten too powerful. I think this expansion might get pretty... I mean, we've seen some good cards. So I think they might really, really up the power level here um, moving forward the rest of the year. But, uh, but you yeah, know, I think the game's in a pretty good state right now. You know, like, we're seeing new stuff. It's not crazy broken, you know, and they've reacted pretty quickly. So, uh yeah, I mean, not not too much to complain about, to be honest. I think things are good right now. I think the game is actually in the best spot that it's been mm-hmm. in a very long time because Team Five have shown that they're so willing to make changes, yeah, um, and they're willing to listen to community feedback. So I think the esports side of things is a little rough, but I think the actual game is is very good. Yeah. Okay, well, um, I think that's all the questions we've got for now. But uh, thanks for the questions, guys, and send them in. If you uh, want to try to get your questions in before uh, next show or in between shows, you can email those to valleytown at jmmv.tv, and we will we'll be sure to ask them in the next show. But, uh, Cora, it's always a pleasure having you on, just us two today. But, it, you know, I kind of like I like it sometimes when it's just two people yeah. and we get, to, we get a chance to just uh, go back and forth on it. Yeah, because uh, sometimes when there's like a lot of people, I just have to hold, you know, like there's like things that I, I don't get a chance to get in because it's for the sake of flow, you know. So when there's only two people, pretty much get, to, get a chance to say whatever <laughs> like I have yeah, in my mind. There's a lot of opinions to field sometimes, That's and especially right. with um, card reviews in particular. Yeah. Those can, can get a little bit long. If you <laughs> for sure. Especially when you have some players on. They got a lot of opinions on on some of the cards so but they're usually cool opinions that's kind of why yeah. it's like ah oh, just let him talk <laughs> yeah. um but yeah thanks for uh coming on you got any shout outs you want to do before we take off uh shout out to to bites in the chat 
and yeah. all the work that he does on fireside gathering. Seriously, if, yeah. if any of you who are listening are in California, um, make an effort to go to one of his fireside gatherings because he goes above and beyond. Um, it's it's unlike anything else that you will see in Hearthstone. Um, so yeah, it's a good dude. Um, and then to to you, Chan Man, for bringing me back on again. Yeah, it's of always course. Good. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I'll second that. All the fireside gather, you know, just uh, all the fire fireside gathering uh, organizers out there, you know, go and support those. I feel like there hasn't been as much support for them recently. You know, like there was a lot of momentum for a while, you know, to do stuff at the fireside gatherings, and yeah, I feel like it was a big initiative with community. For yeah, a bit. and I don't, you know, they're probably I don't know. Hopefully, they still do the um, pack openings and stuff, you know, before the expansions, like they've been doing. But the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But go check that, you know, definitely go check those out. Play some, you know, most of the fireside gatherings have these, these open tournament things that you can play at. So, um, you know, go and go and hang out, play some Hearthstone with, you know, a friend, grab a drink or something. That, that's, that's always a lot of fun. But, uh, but other than that, follow us on, on Twitter at ValueTownGG. And you can find the show on youtube.com slash ChanManV, as well as all the audio channels like iTunes and Google Play and Spotify and uh, SoundCloud.com slash ChanManV. Just look up Value Town, look up Hearthstone, you'll find, you'll find us. Um, but outside of that, we'll uh, be back in two weeks. There's going to be more cards, I'm sure. So get ready for you know lots more card reviews coming up. But until then, see you next time. Feel the feeling